Coursing is a tradition on China's central Shanxi plain. It's also highly competitive. It was on this very land over 2,000 years ago that Emperor Wu of Han, Lu Che, hunted and established the Shanglin Imperial Park, which was the largest hunting ground of China's imperial ages. The Shanglin Imperial Park has been lost to history, though greyhounds still course at the ground. Do any other traces of the park still remain? Chi It was pure chance that led artist Li Xiaochao to discover the history of the land which he thought he knew so well and its previous life as Shanglin Imperial Park. The young Emperor Wu of Han loved to hunt. One day, when out with his entourage, they rode through some villagers' crops. The angry farmers rushed out to confront him. As the situation threatened to turn violent, the emperor was forced to reveal his true identity to the mob. 
unsettled by the affair, he began to think about establishing an imperial park. The preceding Qin dynasty had an imperial park outside Chang'an, modern Xi'an, where livestock was kept. After the dynasty fell, the land was reclaimed by the peasantry, villages sprang up and crops were planted, setting the scene for the emperor's unpleasant experience. After returning to the capital, he put forward his plan to re-establish the park. One of his close advisors opposed the plan. The advisor said, depriving farmers of their land for the sake of the emperor's pleasure, went against the principles of good leadership. The emperor agreed and rewarded the advisor with a large amount of gold. He then ordered the expansion of the existing imperial park. An unpleasant hunting experience inspired the emperor to set up an exclusive hunting ground. The emperor considered the whole country to be his own private asset. To him, expropriating farmland at the expense of farmers' livelihoods wasn't a matter of concern. The emperor's decision led to more than 400,000 farmers being relocated and a large number of villages demolished. The largest imperial park in the history of China would be built on the confiscated land. It would become known as Shanglin Imperial Park. complex consisted of 36 small gardens and 12 separate palaces. It was intended as a place where the emperor could amuse himself and his guests, as well as to impress visiting dignitaries from far and wide. The emperor had exotic fauna and flora imported from all corners of the empire and beyond. Jujubas from Persia, grapes from the western regions, and arica nuts from the southern Ewer, all took root here.
The park was so large, some 600,000 acres, that it was said snow still lay in the north, while spring flowers blossomed in the south. The Chin Mountains marked its southern edge, and eight great rivers ran through it. Its size and scale were unsurpassed in the whole of Chinese imperial history. Perhaps today is just a projection of the past, but the past may not have disappeared altogether. Like an undercurrent, it still nourishes this area. Li Xiaoqiao believes the things he is familiar with will open the door to Shanglin Imperial Park. Having gone through countless twists and turns of fate, this land is still full of life. To understand it, Li has to find out what happened here across the centuries by carefully examining the local cultural heritage. The drum and gong performance originated from Noor Opera of the Qin and Han dynasties. At its climax, the musicians stamp on the drum, which symbolizes them seizing the land. The dance has an obvious martial tone. Masks are a key feature of Noor Opera. But as this local folk variant developed, the full face masks were replaced by eyes made of walnut shells. In addition, the horse bells, red waistbands, and tiger head hats all have their own symbolic meanings. However, the key feature is the assertive and vigorous way the dancers express themselves. Carnival events were once staged in Shanglin Imperial Park. Various performances would be held here to celebrate the arrival of spring every year, and the ordinary local people were allowed in to watch. For Emperor Wu of Han, these great circuses were meant to show the coming together of people from all corners of his domains. As Shanglin Imperial Park was expanded, hundreds of thousands of craftsmen were brought to Chang'an from all over the empire, putting a strain on food supplies. To solve the problem, the emperor had grain transported to Chang'an by canal. The boatmen who hauled the barges sang work songs to ease the strain and keep their efforts on track. Those rough work songs eventually evolved into Lao Chiang Opera. 2,000 years on, Lao Chiang Opera still reverberates across the countryside of the central Shanxi Plain. 
In the center of the park, a giant copper figure was erected. Together with its dais, its overall height was 67 meters, equivalent to a modern 27-story building. Under Emperor Wu of Han's long reign, the Han Empire reached its zenith, and his ambition extended far beyond his imperial park. In the southeast, the emperor successfully annexed the various states of Yue. In the northeast, he expanded his writ into Korea. To the north, he subdued the Xiongnu, allowing his armies to head northeast, securing the Hershey Corridor and opening up the Overland Silk Road, leading all the way to Europe. One winter's day, the emperor was hunting in Changlin Imperial Park with one of his most trusted generals, Ho Chu-bing, and his minister, Li Gan. It was to be a day of much bloodshed. On a winter's day, 2,000 years on, the greyhounds are readied to course the hare. 2,000 years of life and death still runs its course here. The hunter always has its prey in mind, but the hunted can, on occasion, be taken unawares. The unsuspecting Li Gan was one such. Ho Chu Bing's arrow struck him dead on the spot before the emperor's own eyes. The emperor was shocked by what he saw. He realized how vulnerable he himself might be. The purported reason for the attack was revenge for an incident two years previously when Li had injured Hua's uncle, Wei Qing. Wei was also the younger half-brother of Empress Wei Zefu. Wei Qing had forgiven Li for the original incident but the punctilious whore was not prepared to let it pass. The Wei whore faction held sway at court, with both Wei Qing and Hu Chubing being successful in leading military campaigns against the Xiongnu. 
But the struggles for influence in the imperial court were complex and ceaseless. Plotting and dark deeds made the emperor more and more fearful. One of the manifestations of his fears was the great wall he had built around Shanglin Imperial Park. When first built, the wall ran for over 200 kilometers with 12 city-style high-arched gateways. Trespassers were not welcome. They could expect summary execution. Seclusion replaced the openness of the plain. The villages of the central Shanxi plain are still surrounded by walls and defensive cliffs, perhaps a legacy of the emperor's cautious ways. Now the people here live their lives in harmony with the rhythms of nature, rising at dawn and retiring at dusk, a picture of bucolic simplicity. As Emperor Wu of Han grew older, his worries for his own safety blossomed into full-scale paranoia. He caused a massive upheaval in the empire and even forced his empress and the crown prince into suicide. Inevitably, Shanglin Imperial Park fell into decline and the land was gradually reclaimed by the peasantry to whom it had once belonged.
to the Chinese way of thinking, to rise and to fall are but two sides of the same coin. Completing the cycle of life. Li Xiaochao's scroll of Shanglin Imperial Park is over 10 meters long. It includes scenes of life familiar to people today and scenes from history of hunting, palaces and processions. Among these scenes of the past and present, which are real and which are just their shadows, one old man reoccurs in several scenes. He is a storyteller, a witness to history, a symbol of the generations nurtured by this land. The people of the central Shanxi plain are tough. They are descendants of the soldiers with whom Emperor Wu of Han, Wei Qing and Ho Chubing held off Xiongnu. Now their struggles take a different form, resting a living from the arid lowest soil. On what was, once upon a time, the largest imperial park in the history of China. 